Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. I catch a guy in my daughter or my son's room in the middle of the night... Yeah, if I had a gun, I'd shoot him. Shoot him dead. No doubt about it. So why is a guy being charged with a felony for beating and shooting at a guy, a grown man, he finds in his little girl's bedroom in the middle of the night? I don't get it, and I think it's wrong. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Let's kick it off with Atlanta Fox 5 News reporter Doug Evans. A Coweta County father is under arrest tonight, charged with aggravated assault after what he allegedly did to a man he found in his 14-year-old daughter's bedroom. Investigators say they're sympathetic with the dad's anger, which included knocking out some teeth. But as Fox 5's Doug Evans reports tonight, they say he crossed a legal line when he fired shots. A lot of dads might say they do the same thing as Ismael Casillas did when he found a grown man inside his 14-year-old daughter's bedroom. And that is to beat that man bloody even knocked out some teeth. But investigators say there's only so much Georgia law allows, and they say the dad crossed the line. I I completely disagree. Uh, The guy better be glad he's not dead. With me, an all-star panel to break it down and put it back together again. First of all, you know this name, Jody Arias. What about the name Kirk Nurmi, who was assigned to represent Jody Arias at the murder trial where she was ultimately convicted in the murder of her lover, Travis Alexander? Jody Arias, lawyer and author of Trapped with Miss Arias, parts two and three, my final words, I doubt that. On Amazon, Kirk Nurmi is with us. Dr. Bethany Marshall, renowned psychoanalyst, joining us out of L.A. You can find her at drbethanymarshall.com. Cheryl McCollum, director of the Cold Case Research Institute and crime scene expert. Joseph Scott Morgan, professor of forensics, Jacksonville State University and author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon. But right now, to special guest joining us, Ray Caputo, lead anchor, WDBO. Ray, 
Just let's start with the father going into his daughter's room and there is a grown man, a grown man at nighttime in his daughter's room. Oh, holy cow, Nancy, what a scary thought. Yeah, this happened early morning hours of 4th of July, and it's exactly what you explained. Ishmael could see us, he heard something, and like any dad, he, he gets up, opens his daughter's door, and to his surprise, there's a man, a 20-year-old man that he has no clue who this guy is inside the bed with his 14-year-old daughter. So he does what a lot of dads would do. He, he literally flipped out. I guess he did. Joining me, Kirk Nurmi, Bethany Marshall, Cheryl McCollum, Joe Scott Morgan. Straight out to you, Cheryl McCollum. I don't understand what the problem is. I mean, I've seen the picture of the suspect. Well, to me, he's a suspect. According to the police, the dad is a suspect. Key Humphreys. Yeah, he's. I'm looking at him right now. He's got a Band-Aid on his face. He's got a, a, a blow to the lip under the eyes. He's lucky that's all he's got, Cheryl McCollum. He's lucky he's breathing, Nancy. If the dad had got to the weapon before he got to him, it might have been a different story. You're talking about a 20-year-old who drove two hours after meeting a child on Xbox to get into her house. And that's a question I have. Did he come through a door or through a window? Because I'm telling you, he knew exactly what he was there to do. Let's and talk it was to about a crime. what you just said. Joseph Scott Morgan, professor of forensic Jacksonville State University. Joe Scott, let's talk about, first of all, how they met. This is not, and I'm not saying it makes it any better. This is not a high school boyfriend, and they're making out, and he climbed through the window. This is a grown man. She meets online this little girl let's see that would put her in about the seventh grade she meets a guy online and then he's in her bedroom in the middle of the night how do we prove that's how they met well i think that it's very simple uh from what i understand they actually met through a gaming system xbox and she was playing online does that send a chill up your spine or what because you don't know who's behind you know, the screen relative to this. And so there will be a way to track this because they go into groups, they have a specific handle that they use or name. And so this is how they're going to track this guy down. And then you know what's going to happen, Nancy. Uh, you know, he he has been engaging in her uh, with, with the phone. And, and so they're going to track him through this. There's any number of ways that they can pinpoint his activity with her, not just that night, but leading up to these, you know, to, to, to this event, you know, they had to arrange this. He, when you're on Xbox, you're not going to know where this person specifically lives. So my thought is, is that he, here's that word. He's probably been grooming her for a while. You know what's interesting? I was going to go on another tangent. Dr. Bethany Marshall, psychoanalyst, joining me out of Beverly Hills. Dr. Bethany, I was going to go on the, the, the tangent about what's happening online, but I'll, I'll follow up with that in just a second. But what mm -hmm. he just said is correct, Joseph Scott Morgan, that this grown man found in this little girl's bedroom in the middle of the night and he took a beating and the and the dad i bet you fired shots in the air as he took off but now the dad is charged how bass backwards is that but dr bethany i think that it is instinctive i don't think that this grown man uh 
by the name of Key Humphreys said, oh, I'm going to groom this little girl. I think it's an instinctive thing, like the lion edges up to the fringe of the watering hole and sees the gazelle. I don't think that you're, he's plotting it methodically. I think it's instinctual that he starts talking to the little girl and they're texting on back and forth and they're in a chat room on Xbox. Um, but that's how it happens, whether it's planned out or not. I think Joseph Scott Morgan is correct. I think he groomed her. Nancy, you're absolutely correct. You know what's interesting? I just went to a neuroscience conference with a world-renowned neuroscientist. He said the exact same thing you did about predatory behavior. He said that it's not thought out. He said it was like a lion on the savanna that is just sitting there. He a little gazelle comes by. He stole my idea. He stole <laughs> he my stole idea. Your idea. That, yeah, because that your was idea, published at Crime Online <laughs> and our COVID crimes don't be a victim. That's how I opened the whole thing. But he's right. And, and it's instinctive. Yeah. And I think that Joe Scott Morgan is correct. Now, I was just going to go off on a different tangent and tell you and Cheryl McCollum, who have lived through my entire pregnancy in the last 12 years with the children with me. Um, okay, the twins, my twins are 12. At night, I will fall asleep on the edge of John Davis' bed. And because I'm watching him during the summer, not during the school year, he's playing online. And I say, who are you playing with? And he'll tell me, or he'll say, it's a random person. So then I have to listen to make sure he doesn't say his name or his school or his city or anything that would identify him. I don't want to scare him. But that's how sneaky it is. Don't worry. At about 1 o'clock, I'll wake up and go and, and fall asleep in my own bed. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.
Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we are talking about if this is the law, then the law is an ass. And yes, I gave up cursing when I gave birth, but it's called for this time because a Georgia dad is now charged after beating a grown man he finds in his little girl, 14-year-old girl bedroom. He knocked out his teeth and fired a gun. I notice it doesn't say at the perpetrator as he fled. Back to Ray Caputo, lead news anchor in WDBO. Ray, what more can you tell us about the injuries this uh, guy, the perp, sustained? Key Humphreys. Well, Nancy, I'll tell you what. This was one angry dad. I'm, I'm looking at a picture of Key right now, and his, his lips are swollen. He had some teeth knocked out, a chipped tooth. Uh, his eyes are swollen. He's got cuts. I mean, this was a pretty vicious beating. And, and I, like one of your guests had said earlier, I think he's he's just lucky to be breathing right now. I would not have want, wanted to bend in his position. You know, I'm looking at him as well. Notice he was not shot. Take a listen now to our friends at Atlanta, Atlanta Fox 5. A lot of dads might say they do the same thing as Ismael Casillas did when he found a grown man inside his 14-year-old daughter's bedroom, and that is to beat that man bloody, even knocked out some teeth. But investigators say there's only so much Georgia law allows, and they say the dad crossed the line. Investigators say the two men first met early July 4th morning in the bedroom of Casillas' 14-year-old daughter. Investigators say in a rage, the dad severely beat and choked Humphreys, even chipped and knocked out some teeth. And if it had stopped there, investigators say the dad might not be facing any charges. But they say Ismail Casillas asked his wife for a gun, and they say after the 20-year-old front yard and continued the beating, threatening his life and firing shots through the neighborhood as the young man ran away. Investigators say that is where Casillas crossed the line. Okay, to you, Kirk Nurmi, you're the renowned defense attorney. Tell me what this dad did wrong in the eyes of the state because I don't see it. The guy better be glad he didn't get a booty full of buckshot. Well, I'd be right with you, but up until the point when the bullets start flying, and that's where the investigators and the law has a problem with it. I mean, let's face it. If it, we're attacking Mr. Humphreys, that's great. No problem. He's defending his daughter's anger is justifiable. But when you start throwing bullets into the air, the 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 justifiable anger doesn't mitigate the damage that that could do to another human but being. But it didn't do any damage, and he didn't point it at this guy. Uh, he didn't point but it we, at the intruder. But we have laws. You know, Arizona, we have Shannon's Law shooting up in the air. We know these things happen. They can cause damage. I'm sure Joe Scott Morgan can talk about many cases like this. Bullets are bullets. When, regardless whether they're flying around, they can do a lot of damage to innocent human bodies. And that is undoubtedly crossing the line. What if the dad thought the guy was coming back? He was no immediate threat at that point in time. That's when we call the cops, like the investigators say in their stories, call us, let us take over. If he came back, that's one thing, but he's going away. At this point in time, even though his anger is justified, the dad here is just throwing bullets around and possibly harming other innocent people. But Cheryl McCollum, he didn't harm anyone. And this guy, the intruder, is still on his property. You know, I may have to make a cameo appearance as a defense attorney in this case because, you know, Cheryl, jump in, please. What jury is going to convict this dad? 
oh, it ain't going to happen, especially not in Coyote County, Georgia. He's not going to be convicted of anything. The predator will, the child molester will, but they're, they're right about the law. The minute the threat stops, you're supposed to stop the behavior. Well, he doesn't. He gets the gun Wait and fires in the air. If the guy is still in the front yard, why not shoot up in the air? He's running away. So there's, there's know, legally no story. threat there. That's your story. Well, let me be clear, Nancy, and I will say again, there are some things worth going to jail for. And if a 20-year-old was in my 14-year-old daughter's bedroom in her bed, oh, honey, I'd walk in that jail as proud as can be. Yeah, I'm here. Y'all been waiting on me. I mean, there, there's no, there's nothing that I could do except basically black out. I mean, I think I would lose it, and I would I would start shooting and possibly try to run him over. It wouldn't end for me either. Take a listen to our friends at Atlanta Fox 5. There's a line that, you know, he can't cross, we can't cross. It, it, there's a stopping point. When somebody's no longer a threat to you, my advice would be let it go and contact us and let us handle it. Don't take it into your own hands. Investigators have also charged Kewantrez's Humphreys with child molestation. They say he was in a relationship with the 14-year-old girl and climbed through her bedroom window. Investigators say Humphreys is known as Man Man. Because of his age and the girls, they are pursuing a sex crime investigation and more charges are possible. We've gathered phone evidence from the, from the young lady. Uh, the young man's phone has been looked at, uh, and, and those are things that we're still looking into as to possibly further other, further charges. The dad was taken into custody that morning on July 4th. They say after identifying and locating Man Man Humphreys, he was taken into custody in Putnam County Thursday night. Okay, let's talk about what we just heard. A relationship, you know, uh, Dr. Bethany Marshall, children cannot buy cigarettes. They cannot buy alcohol. They can't drive a car. They can't buy a car. Even if they have a million dollars in their bank account, they can't buy a home. They can't legally work. Why? Because they don't have the mental wherewithal to do any of those things, to enter into a contract. Also, they cannot enter into a sex relationship with an adult. That's called statutory rape. And right there, that speaker was dead wrong. This is not a young lady. This is a child in the eyes of the law. This little girl's only about a year older than my little Lucy. I mean, Lucy's still in the kitchen at one o'clock making cookies, doing a TikTok. She doesn't know anything <laughs> about a sex relationship I pray to God. But long story short, it's because she's not capable to enter into that kind of relationship. So why are they referring to her as a young lady and the two having a relationship? That is BS. Nancy, there were all kinds of things wrong with that report we just heard. You said you wanted to dissect it. The other thing they said is that why did the father shoot the gun when the young man no longer posed a threat? Who's to say that just because man-man was running off the property, he wasn't going to run right back the the minute the dad wasn't looking? Do you know what the most common age of a child molester is, according to the research? Age 13. That is the age when molesters begin to molest and most frequently. A combination of poor impulse control, 
hormones, and when the compulsion begins. So the, our listeners and the jury and whoever gets involved in this should not be confused by the fact that Man Man is only 20 years old. I would be interested to know well, how long he's been. are you talking been... about Man Man, the intruder, is only 20? This little girl is about in the 7th or 8th grade. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, I feel like the world is turned upside down right here because a dad in Coweta County, Georgia, has been charged with attacking an intruder that was found in his daughter's room in the middle of the night. Now, let me understand something. Ray Caputo, lead news anchor WDBO. Ray, was he in the bed with the little girl? Uh, I, I'd assume that he jumped out of the bed from, from what I well, understand. If he jumped so he, out of the bed, that means he, he was in the bed. Okay. As I used to tell my jurors, Joe Scott Morgan, nothing good happens after midnight. Okay. If he jumped out of the bed, that means that he was once in the bed with the 14-year-old girl. There's nothing good about that. No. There's not. And i got to tell you, my head is going to explode in a second. It's actually if I hurting this right guy, here over my left eye. I could be having a stroke. If this guy is referred to as man-man one more time, he's an adult male. Yeah, that was you, Bethany. That, that was I, you. I don't know who hung this moniker on him, this nickname. He is far from being a man. He's an adult male that was in the bedroom with a 14-year-old child that I guarantee you he didn't come over to play video games. And they've already stated that they had a relationship. What kind of relationship? He's physically present in the room. And I guarantee you one more thing. If anything's going on in there, there'll be DNA that's left behind. Now, my understanding is that there's more charges pending on this guy. You know, and the, he's very lucky to still be drawing breath. I got to tell you, this guy, the, the father showed miraculous restraint in the first place that he he showed mercy to this guy or maybe the guy wiggled free i gotta tell you i don't think that there's a jury in america that would that would make these charges stick in a in a case i I don't see it going forward like that but this guy is a straight up perpetrator that came and not only did he it's not like he walked down the street nancy 
He drove two hours to perpetrate this crime against a 14-year-old child. Cheryl McCollum, jump in, whoever that is. Yeah, this is right. I wanted to add something to what Joe Scott just said about the charges. There was a case here in Florida a couple years ago where a a stepdad walked in and found his 18-year-old stepson molesting his son. Now, the father beat this, this 18-year-old stepson senseless. Now, I've seen pictures of the, the, the 18-year-old from Volusia County, and he, and he looks 10 times worse. The difference is the father never fired shots. Um, he never got in trouble. And, in fact, the community celebrated this guy as a hero. The only difference, the gun wasn't pulled out. Well, the mother in this case says that her husband did not know whether the intruder had raped their daughter, whether he was trying to kidnap her, whether it was going to develop into a return home invasion. I mean, uh, a good defense attorney is going to be able to chew these charges up and spit them out on a silver platter and serve them to the prosecutor for dessert. That's what could happen in this case if you got a good defense lawyer. Uh, I want to point out also, this is not, as Ray Caputo is pointing out, by far the first time a vigilante dad has been prosecuted. Take a listen to a true story about Jeff Doucette. Doucette, a karate instructor, had abducted 11-year-old Jody Plochet several weeks earlier and taken him to California. When Jody was rescued and returned to his family, his father Gary was coping with reports that Doucette had sexually assaulted his son. We didn't know what to do, you just feel helpless. Ten days later, when the police flew Doucette back to face trial, Gary Plochet was waiting with a gun. As the suspect came through the airport, uh, I readied my camera, raised it up. Uh, to get a close-up shot of him. As I got a close-up shot, and as he got parallel to me, very close uh, shoots. That's right. I will never forget when this happens. The karate instructor abducts abducts a little boy, uh, molests him. When he is apprehended and brought back, this dad is waiting at the airport, and as the karate instructor walks by, he shoots him. I remember that like it was yesterday. And then, of course, take a listen to this story out of Alabama. A defense lawyer says authorities are overreacting with a murder charge against a Coleman County man charged in killing his daughter's sexual abuser. 41-year-old Jay Maynard is charged with the shooting death of 59-year-old Raymond Earl Brooks. The family says that Brooks was sexually abusing Maynard's daughter, who is now speaking out about the incident. I was so, so young, I don't remember when it started. But when I finally told someone um, I was eight, for the first time in my life, I do not feel scared. For the first time in my life, I do not wake up feeling fear. Coleman County investigators couldn't confirm whether the 2002 sex abuse case had any connection to the shooting, but Brooks was a registered sex offender. The Coleman County Sheriff's Office reports Jay Maynard will be charged with first-degree murder, attempted murder, and shooting into an occupied dwelling. Guys, for those of you just joining us, we are talking about a Georgia dad that is now being charged with a felony after he beats bloody an intruder he catches in his daughter, his little girl's bed. She's in the 7th or 8th grade. It's a grown man, and we believe he came in through the home window after grooming the little girl on Xbox, I guess, in a chat room you can go into. 
as the guy is running, the dad shoots shots up in the air, fires a gun in the air. Now he's charged with aggravated assault. Uh, Ray Caputo, lead news anchor, WDBO, isn't he charged with ag assault? Is that the correct charge on the dad? Yes. And, you know, uh, in that jurisdiction, Sheryl McCollum, ag assault can be 20, 20 years behind bars. That's just outrageous, and it's wrong. It can. It's never going to happen. He's never going to go to trial. I want to break down the real perpetrator, and that's the child molester here. I want people to understand what he had to do over Xbox to even begin to start grooming her. So he picked her out by her voice first. He hadn't seen her yet. So he knows she's a child by the way she talks. Then he is probably exchanging photographs with her. We may be looking at child porn. He may have got her to send a picture because he drove two hours to get what he wanted, to get what he selected. Please keep that in mind. When he entered through her bedroom window, not a door, that's burglary. He entered that home illegally with the intent to commit felony therein. And I'm going to tell you something else. Somebody 14 cannot give you permission to enter that home. So he's going to look at additional charges if I were the prosecutor. And then you're looking at you know, committing you know, child molestation and statutory rape and Lord knows what else. But I want to say something to every predator that's listening to this show right now, because there's probably a bunch of them, because, damn, this is just porn. That ass-whooping man-man got is what every one of y'all deserve every single time y'all pull some shit like this. Can I add to what Cheryl just said? Something Please really important. That, that the offending doesn't just start with all the – doesn't end with all the behavior Cheryl just talked about, grooming online – um, sending pictures back and forth, knowing that the victim was only 14. That is just the beginning. These perpetrators get obsessed with their victims sometimes for an entire lifetime. I had a patient who was predated upon by a priest from the time he was eight years old to 26 years of age. By the time he got into my practice at age 30, the priest was still harassing him, contacting him, trying to have a relationship with him. So this 20-year-old perpetrator, there's, you know, he could still be obsessed with this 14-year-old victim. You know, there's a reason why the father fired shots. There's a reason why fathers kill these perpetrators, because as long as these perpetrators are alive, they keep predating upon the victims. You just heard sound from one girl who said that finally she had some peace that um, she felt that the perpetrator was not going to be obsessed with her. Even behind bars, these perpetrators tried to reach out to the victim. So it's not just the sex, Nancy. It's what we call interpersonal offending, where they continue to want to have a relationship with the victim. That's why these perps have to be put away for a long, long time. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we're talking about a Georgia dad who is now facing a felony charge and 20 years behind bars for beating and then shooting up in the air. When a man took off after dad finds him in his little girl's bedroom in the middle of the night after entering the home through the window. We find out he had been grooming the little girl on Xbox. And now the dad is the one that's charged. I don't get it. Um, You know, Dr. Bethany Marshall, for a minute, one minute, when I was a prosecutor, I got convinced by a, a group of doctors, shrinks, no offense, a defense lawyer, that a sex offender could be cured. Okay? This was a dad that had molested his little girl. The mother told me this was the only time it had ever happened. And I looked into a treatment program, a lockdown treatment program for sex offenders. Never again. I don't think sex offenders can be cured, especially pedophiles. I don't know why. I always say, Bethany, and you've heard me say it a million times, Cheryl McCollum, you've been in the trenches with me and Joe Scott Morgan. Peeping Toms don't laugh. Burglars and sex offenders, they can't be cured. Don't know why, but I know that to be true. I don't need a statistic to tell me that. This guy, as you're saying, Dr. Bethany, uh, and we also know the stats that every one time a child molester is caught, they have perpetrated up to 100 times for every one time they're caught. Uh, I, I don't think they can be cured, Dr. Bethany. And according to one prison study, uh, offenders offend, sex offenders offend for approximately 13 years before they come to the attention of law enforcement. Uh, sexual orientation towards children is a fixed orientation. Um, just like whether you're attracted to a man or a woman, you know, whoever your sexual preference is, it's there from birth. It's hard. There's little, uh, it's, you can't really question a three or a four-year-old about their sexual preferences. You know, there's obviously we can't do that, but we do know it's a fixed sexual preference. For some reason, pedophilia turns into a compulsion, into a perversion. And so it's not just a a sexual preference that can be contained, like say a priest who goes into the priesthood and decides, you know, I'm never going to have sex again. I'm going to be celibate because I want to focus on my relationship with God. That's not how sex offenders work. They are obsessed with children. And Nancy, not only do they have sex with children, but they groom them for interpersonal relationships. It's the interpersonal exploitation that is so painful. This perpetrator that the dad shot at, um, Humphreys, he made this little girl believe that she could be in a special relationship with him. He probably, in a paranoid way, turned her against her parents. He told her that he understood her better than anyone else did. 
he caught her heart. And in some ways, now that her father beat him up and, and shot at him, she's going to feel so conflicted and guilty. Do you know that a sex crime against a child is considered the one trauma that colors the child into adult and affects the child into adult life, both physiologically and psychologically more than any other kind of trauma. And it's not just repeated offenses against the child, it's a one-time offense. It's considered, or one-time experience of being molested is considered enough to color the adult, the, the child's psyche for the rest of their life. And I don't think it's necessarily the physical act, although that's horrible enough. It's that feeling of powerlessness that the yes. child, they go through life feeling that way and it changes everything. Guys, this is not the first time a dad has uh, attacked an intruder. Take a listen to a, a, a true story about Aaron Latowski. For Aaron Latowski, his sole responsibility is protecting his wife, three kids and their nanny. Don't forget the family dog, Sadie, who Latowski says alerted him late last night to a break-in. And so I came inside and I saw that one of our side doors was open and she was barking um, down the hall uh, towards my kids' bedrooms. Right away, Latowski says he grabbed his shotgun. Meanwhile, the rest of the family was asleep. We never would have known we would have continued to sleep and sleep through it. So I'm just so thankful. Latowski went into his daughter's room where he says the suspect came out with a large piece of wood his face masked and his body naked. A large piece of wood. You know who that reminds me of? Ted Bundy. Because he used a huge piece of wood to attack the girls in the Chi Omega house at Tallahassee at FSU. I mean, you walk in and a guy is naked in your child's room. That was Dr. Aaron Lutowski describing what happened when he attacked a male intruder that he finds in his home in the middle of the night. Joining me in all-star panel, Kirk Nurmi, Jody Arias lawyer and author of Trapped with Miss Arias on Amazon. If you were defending this case, what would be your strategy? The case against the father. The case against the man who shot Mr. Humphreys? He did not shoot okay, yes. the Georgia case. He did not shoot the intruder. He shot up in the air when the guy was still in his front yard. Okay, that's my story, was and I'm sticking to it. All right, well, Nancy, if I was defending him, I'd be making some of this, the arguments that have been advanced here in saying that, hey, listen, it was an ongoing threat. This is the, this was my concern that he was going to come back, that my family was still in jeopardy, because that's the issue. The The Georgia law clearly delineates the difference between vigilante justice and protecting your family, and you want to hop on the side of protecting your family because that's lawful under Georgia law. And what about it, Joe Scott Morgan? How can the defense of the dad, not the intruder, use forensic evidence to his benefit? Well, I think that probably the most significant thing is uh, Cheryl was talking about earlier. How did this guy gain entry? into the house and that's the physical part of it you know like where where he's left parts of himself behind in trace evidence like clothing f hair fibers and also touch dna also is there a, a sexual component where he's leaving behind his own fluids maybe on the bed are you talking in, about in, semen in, in yes i am okay why uh, do you talk yeah. like that joe scott morgan i mean no <laughs> offense but i mean Let's just use the technical term. The guy 
statutory raped this little girl is my assumption because he's in the bed with a 14 year old girl. He didn't drive two hours and climb through the window no, he, for a cup didn't. of hot chocolate with marshmallows. Right, on but top. you're going to have to separate. You're going to have to separate the semen fluid from the blood, uh, which emanated from his body after he had his head handed to him by the dad. So that's going to be important because that shows he's there. And then you have this digital footprint that's left behind Nancy. And I got to tell you, this is going to be the key to this case because it doesn't just happen in the immediate. This, this is something that can be demonstrated by attorneys like you that are prepared. They can show this grooming that's taken place. They can show that this is an uh, that this thing evolved. You know, you can actually profile this guy off of this going all the way back from when they first made that contact. And the forensic digital I I uh, information is is I think probably more important than the actual you know any kind of trace evidence that might have been left at the scene. That's going to be key to this. I want you to take a listen to our friends at ABC News. Listen. A frantic father called 911 after finding a farmhand, Jesus Flores, allegedly sexually assaulting his little girl. The Lavaca County District Attorney's Office released the dramatic call. Well, that's 911, take emergency. I hear, I hear an ambulance. Okay. I hear an ambulance. This guy was raping my daughter and I beat him up and I don't know. The 911 audio is just part of the evidence presented to a Lavaca County grand jury who chose not to indict the father. District Attorney Heather McMinn tells us why. And under the law in the state of Texas, deadly force is authorized. Okay, so that's what I'm talking about, Cheryl McCollum. Last word to you. This dad beat his daughter's rapist till he was dead, and he was not right. indicted by a grand jury. Correct. There's two things in this case, what occurred in the bedroom versus what occurred in the front yard. They're saying if everything had been contained in the bedroom while the threat was still ongoing, he's golden. Once he went out into the yard and chased him as he's leaving, once he's leaving, they say legally the threat is stopped. But here's the reality. The reality is no jury's going to convict this man. The other reality is since the dad beat him half to death, then scared him with fire and a few shots, he has saved future victims. What I think the prosecution is going to be doing now with the perpetrator is looking for additional victims, looking at past charges, if any. Because pre and post behavior, you know, is so important. This is not his first rodeo. He did not drive 120 minutes and never come to his senses. He was on a mission to have sex with a child, period. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke. No spit and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.